What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Maddie Pace coming at you live from the Maddie Mo Show, the host, the Most Mojo. Kicking off episode 543, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, episode 543 is super sexy. But if this is, however, your first time tuning into the Maddie Mo Show, thank you for lending me your ears and attention. Second off, hop into the iTunes podcast section where you can subscribe to the Maddie Mo Show and have every episode up there for free listening and download. You can also hop on to MaddieMoShow.com where we got it going on with the latest and greatest for your daily entertainment. You can get to all my shows from up there, the links to my YouTube channel, IG, Facebook, Twitter, Spotify, you name it, it's up there, so go check it out, MattyMoShow.com, where you can also subscribe and become a member all for free, baby, that's right, and if you have Apple Podcasts, feel free to hit up the Matty Mo Show and leave your boy a nice little rate and review, but without any further ado, it is my distinct honor and pleasure to deliver straight to you episode 5. 43. The one that I said is super sexy, and that is because it lands on none other than the super, the sexy, the super sexy Saturday, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, and tonight is all about Bonnie and Clyde. Now, if you can't hear the music in the background, I suggest you get your ears cleaned out real quick. You know what I'm saying? Episode 543, Bonnie and Clyde, let it ride. Here we go. So, as I think, ladies and gentlemen, you know, relationships are a big thing out here. Relationships, very big thing. I mean, a lot of people, you know, they have trouble finding a good one. But then you got people that find their Bonnie or their Clyde. Because best believe every Bonnie need a Clyde and every Clyde need a Bonnie. Now, I'm not talking, you know, dis, you know, just about like going out and robbing banks and robbing little stores and things like that and dodging police for a couple years until you get shot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I'm talking about the loyalty, the love, the respect and always standing by your partner no matter what happens. And like a lot of people in, in you know, today's day and age, I see they lack the Bonnie and Clyde mentality, man. Not everybody has it, especially with the social media, man. You imagine if they you imagine if they had social media back in the 1930s. You know what I'm saying? When Bonnie and Clyde were relevant, man. This shit was that would have been crazy. Now, another reason why I like to bring this uh whole episode up is because, man, it was taking place in Dallas. A town outside of West Dallas. You know what I'm saying? Bonnie and Clyde. This that's where it all started back in the day. Now, we're gonna dig into some personal facts about Bonnie and Clyde just to give you little backstory of um their crazy love story um and their short-lived uh success if you want to call it more like rampage you know what i'm saying (laughs) causing havoc and doing things like that but then i'm gonna bounce back and i'm gonna relate it into today because as i said every clyde needs a bonnie and every bonnie needs a clyde and unfortunately i see less and less of this i see a lot of things posted on social media you know what i'm saying everybody oh i need a queen this my king this my queen and this and that No, and then you go in their DMs, and all of a sudden, she's trying to grab her phone back because she knows she's doing something. Or he knows he's doing something, and he's trying to grab that phone back because he don't want to hear it from you. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to hide behind your back, so you better watch that ass. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, we're going to dig into it right now, so let's go. So first off, a little background story in to the notorious Bonnie and Clyde. Now, first, we'll start with Bonnie. Now, Bonnie, her name is Bonnie Elizabeth Parker, and... Obviously, his name is Clyde, 
clad chestnut barrow. Now, these criminals who traveled the central United States with their gang during the Great Depression, because that's when this whole thing took, you know, you know, took time for them, you know, they were on a tear. You know, they were known for their bank robberies, although they preferred to rob small stores, rural gas station, you know, the exploits even captured the attention of the American people in public during the public enemy era, which was between 1931 and 1934. Now, I'm just going to put it out there that at that time, and the Great Depression was going on, and not a lot of people cared for, you know, the police and, and for law enforcement in general. So there were actually a lot of people, a lot of citizens backing up Bonnie and Clyde. Now, let's talk about a little bit more about Bonnie and Clyde as individuals. Now, Bonnie Parker was born in 1910 in Rowena, Texas, the second of three children, and her father was Charles Robert Parker, and he was a bricklayer who actually died when Bonnie was only four years old. So that might put into perspective the amount of daddy issues this girl had, you know what I'm saying? Her widowed, mo her widowed mother, you know, was named Emma Parker and moved her family back to her parents' home in Cement City, which was an industrial suburb in, that's right, West Dallas, where she worked as a seamstress. Now, as an adult, Bonnie actually wrote a lot of poems, such as the story of Suicide Cell and The Trail's End that led, led him more commonly known as the story of Bonnie and Clyde. So that actually came from her writings and her poetry, and it's pretty crazy. You know, and, and to date all the way back, and her she was actually married before she met Clyde. Now, in her second year in high school, Parker met a man by the name of Roy Thornton, and they dropped out of school and were married on September 25th, 1926, which was six days before her 16th birthday. So this girl got married at 15, almost 16. Now, their marriage was marked by, um, you know, the frequent absences and brushes with the law, and it proved to be short-lived. They never divorced, but then again, they never crossed paths again after January in 1929, which led up to her meeting Clyde. Now, let me tell you a little something. Clyde Chestnut Barrow, this dude was a badass. This dude, this dude did not give a fuck, you know what I'm saying? He was born in 1909 into a poor farming family in Ellis County, Texas, southeast of Dallas. Now, he was the fifth of seven children, so he had a lot of siblings of Henry Basil Barrow and Kumi Talitha Walker. Now, the family moved to Dallas in the early 20s, part of the migration pattern from rural areas to the city where many settled in the urban slum of West Dallas at the time. Now, the Barrow spent their first months in West Dallas living under their wagon until they got enough money to buy a tent. So, believe it or not, man, he that man started from the bottom. Their whole family did, so maybe that's why he was so ruthless. You know, Barrow was first arrested at age of 17, getting his little taste, his little taste of the crime life that he loved oh so much. Now, he was only 17. That happened in late 1926. And after running when police confronted him over a rental car that he had failed to return on time. So my man's, my man's was still in the car, kinda. You know, kinda. He had the rental car, but you know what I'm saying. It is what it is. Now, flash forward a little bit while to their first meeting. Now, that's, that's really all you need to know. I mean, there's a lot of more backstory, but we ain't, this ain't a historical episode right now. You know what I'm saying? So the first meeting, you know, several accounts describe Parker and Barrow's first meeting. It was real... How can I say this? It was real, like, 
something out of a book, you know, the most credible states that they met on um, January 5th, 1930 at the home of Barrow's friend Clarence Clay at 105 Herbert Street, actually in the neighborhood of West Dallas. He was 20 years old and she was 19 at the time. Parker was out of work and staying with a female friend to assist her during her recovery from a broken arm and Barrow dropped by the girl's house while Parker was in the kitchen making hot chocolate. Both were smitten immediately and most historians actually believe that Parker joined Barrow because she had fallen in love with him. She remained his loyal companion as they carried out many crimes and awaited the violent death which they viewed as inevitable. Now their tear went on for a couple years like I said you know for a while you know, Clyde was in jail for their relationship, but, um, he, she ended up trying, you know, Bonnie ended up trying to bail Clyde out or get him out there with a gun that she smuggled in, and he failed to escape fully, and then he got thrown back in jail and recaptured, and I think he stayed in there till around 1936, I want to say, you know what I'm saying, but, um, it was just crazy, man, and ever since then, you know, what's so special about this couple, and I'm not glorifying the fact that they went around and, you know, killed people and robbed and did things like that, but their burning love and passion for one another, the amount of loyalty that they had for one another, no matter if one was locked up and one was out, man, they still handled their business, and one of the best things about this whole story, man, is it really is, like, one of the craziest, like, Romeo and Juliet type of stories ever, and those pictures were, so many pictures of them were documented, and, um, they found a ton of pictures on negative roles in their hideouts that never got developed, and once developed, a lot of the cops, you know, put those out, so they, there's a lot of mix and match in the image of these two, now, some would say that the image is kind of skewed, that they aren't really, you know, who the media and who the police portrayed them to be fully at the time, but, you know, their time did come to an end when they got ambushed by the cops, man, and, uh, man, they got taken down hard, you know what I'm saying, so, it eventually, you know, like I said, all came to an end, but right up until the end, you know, up until 1934, you know, they just, man, that was it, that was it for them, you know, and it, it just got crazy, it was a long ride, you know, 1934, Barrow orchestrated the escape from Raymond Hamilton, um, and Henry Menthon, and several others in the breakout that, that occurred back in the day, and they both died on 1934, Barrow and Parker, in Louisiana, now, why this couple was so crazy, I have no idea, maybe the hatred for the law and whatnot, but the funniest thing about it was, they couldn't get caught, but because my man's was such an ill driver, you know what I'm saying, he had his favorite car out, and even wrote Henry Ford a letter, which was, um, the V8, the Ford V8, man, and he whipped that thing like nobody's business, man, he outran so many cops, and went over state lines, because at the time, there was a law where cops could not cross state lines to pursue suspects, no matter if they just killed a hundred people, or if they just robbed a store, you know what I'm saying, so he kept taunting him between around five states, and, um, they caught wind, you know, the feds caught wind, and, you know, they ended up getting them and whatnot, but it was crazy nonetheless, but that leads me to this, ladies, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, do your best to find your Bonnie, and do your best to find your Clyde, and sometimes it's gonna hit you when you least expect it, so if you're one of the people that's walking around real shielded off, you know what I'm saying, if you're walking around because you've been hurt in the past, you know, just 
Try not to hold on to the past so much in the present because that's really going to affect your future. Because everything that your future depends on relies in the, pa- in, the, in the present. So the more that, you know, you continue to repeat mistakes and things like that, maybe go for the same types of people, you know, maybe it's time to go for something else. And if you are lucky, you'll just naturally feel this one strong emotion, this kind of like... I can't describe it like you feel their soul, they feel yours, and you just link up, you know, because I believe there are people on the earth that, you know, just have that natural draw of attention and affection, and to not pursue that would be tragic. So do your best, be your best, and uh, hopefully you get a Bonnie, and hopefully, Bonnie, you get a Clyde, all right? You know what I'm saying? We talking like the old three, Beyonce and Jay-Z. Maybe you could grow up, both be billionaires, you know what I'm saying? Have beautiful kids, not rob stores and rob people and shoot people, but just live life with the utmost respect and loyalty for one another and become a power team and become a force to be reckoned with. Where you walk in the door, people look at both of you and they're like, damn, he lucky, damn, she lucky. You know what I'm saying? When in all realist, you know, realisticness, y'all both lucky to have one another. And this right here, ladies and gentlemen, is all I wanted to say about the Super Sexy Saturday, the Bonnie, the Clyde. You already know what it is. It's a little different than Super Sexy Saturdays in the past, if you feel me. You know what I'm saying? It's a little less raunchy, if you feel me, but I think it has a great impact. I hope y'all enjoyed it, but stick around with me because I'm about to hop into the final thought, which is coming at you live in three, two, one, let's get it. Do your best to let go of the past, learn from your mistakes, and give all of yourself to the present moment, because that will ultimately determine the success of your future. Don't be the reason that your life doesn't work out the way you'd like it to. Be the answer that you've been searching for in the world around you. As you begin to act differently, carry yourself in a manner that you haven't in the past, you'll begin to receive different results and attract new people into your life that you may have never met if you stayed the same. One of the most underrated attributes we have as people is change. Somewhere along the line, change was taught and told to us to be in a fearful form. But once you start seeing things clearer and understanding that no matter what happens to you, that does not define you, the better off you'll be. Live your life to the fullest, be the answer you're searching for, and always be yourself. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning in to episode 543, Bonnie and C-L-Y-D-E. You already know what it is. I hope you enjoyed this week's little super sexy Saturday. Make sure you tune back in with me tomorrow for the Sunday inspirations. As always, the best way to end your week and start fresh for that Monday. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. This is Maddie Pace coming at you live from the Maddie Mo Show, the host, the most mojo, saying one life, one love, I'm out. <laughs>